This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Just starting to believe a little bit. Well, Hoylet's got the better of Buxton. Puts it into an area. Keo Zamora! Unbelievable! From the very brink of elimination, Bobby Zamora has surely scored another playoff winner. I'm Ben Platt, and this is the W12 podcast. I'm joined today on our 12th episode. 12 episodes. Oh, that's mad. Um, by the usual suspects. Brad, Duncan, and our newcomer, Alex, who had a superb debut last week. I think we'll all agree. We decided to invite him back. How are you, lads? You all right? Very well, thank you. Yeah, yeah I'm good. all good, boys. Yeah, all good. Good, good. We've got lots to get through today. We've got a special guest in um, a Mr. Charlie Austin coming on. Uh, we've got lots of other stuff to get through. I just want to start, I guess, with... What's everyone's final, final, final thoughts on the season then? you got, you got to be happy, right? you got to be happy. Look, from where we were, finishing ninth, I think, it's, uh, I think it was a great, great achievement, great second half, and, and hopefully we can just carry that on next year. Yeah, I agree with you, Alex, mate. We've just got to take the positives. I mean, the second half of the season, we've been brilliant, haven't we? Absolutely blind off. I mean... I think you can, you know, take the ifs and buts and just, just get on with it because I think Auburn's done a brilliant job and I just think I'm looking forward to next season. We ended it well. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Uh, I'm buzzing the fact that we actually had finished the season with positive goal difference for a change. That hasn't happened for a few years. Uh, like you said, like it's progression. Like every year, so far at the minute, recently we've been kind of making steady progression. A couple of places higher each time, and finishing in the league. And like you thought when we lost Eze last summer, no one thought we'd have the season we've had ended up having, did they? So I think it's all looking positive for the future as long as we can keep hold of everybody this summer. What was it Eze gone and we we still finished? What was it ten points more than last year? Yeah, exactly that, Alex. Yeah. Um... You know, we lost Wells as well, haven't we, last season? You know, Hugo. There's a lot of goals that we've lost that we all know that we've lost. Um, but 
yeah, this second half of the season, it, I, I think the club have really got to make some decisions this summer. I think it's really, I mean, we say that every summer, but I think this summer there's going to be a few decisions that need to be made that could really shape how we, how you know, we we move forward next season. Uh, we just got to hope that they get it right. I mean, you know, the loans, uh, we've got a few players out of contract. We've got a few players coming back from loans. Um, there's a couple of fringe players that need to make a decision on. Um, so, yeah, I mean, but aside from that, yeah, really good season. Really, uh, there seems to be a real buzz around the place at the moment. I know we're not at Loftus Race, so that seems a bit weird to say because, we, you know, but, you know, social media and fans, everyone, you know, it's a real good, it's a real good place to be at the moment because sometimes it can be toxic, can't it? You know, even on social media and when you're talking to people and, and but, um, or, you know, when you're normally in the ground. But, yeah, I mean, look, that first day of the season, if it's not a sellout at Loftus Road, well, it will be. I mean, the atmosphere is going to be unbelievable, isn't it? Unreal. You know, I, I can't there. wait to get back. I just hope we get a good fixture. You know, a really good fixture that first day of the season. You know, I don't. You know, I'm trying to forget. Trying to think of a big club at home, like you know, Fulham at home, first Fulham day of the home, season. Yeah, yeah Brentford. If you know, they stay in, yeah. um, I just hope we get something like that. A really good one, even sort of like a, a Millwall at home. I mean, you know, good atmosphere, packed away in. What's everyone, everyone watch the Luton game? What's everyone, anyone's yeah, thoughts we, on it? Another great win. Yeah. Brilliant once again, won't we? Johansson, superb. Uh, great link up from Dykes and Austin for the Austin finish. And we've we done six points over Luton, haven't we? Yeah. Twice this season. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so I think, I think we played well. I was... I wouldn't say I was a bit worried when it went one all, but after we looked comfortable, and I'm a bit gutted that Adoma scored again, and no one was there to celebrate with him. <laughs> it was a fitting way to end, wouldn't it? It was like if anyone had said to me, "How would you like the season to end?" I think Adoma scoring in the last minute, you know, even a tap in just made it even better. I don't know why. He had his <laughs> smiley face on, didn't he? As he was tapping it in. Um, yeah, it's just a shame the fans weren't there. He loved it. He kept the match ball and everything. So good on him. He did, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. he took over. He took over the social media as well, didn't he? Um, but yeah, you know what? And just and that's the the, you know, the looting game was just the pit epitome of of our performances of late. Just nothing massively special, um, but we just do enough defensively. We seem a lot more resolute, and, and we take our chances. And, and yeah, but yeah, another great win. You said about that great link. That's all right, mate. You said about the great link-up play for that first goal. That's that's what I thought when I saw that. Um, It just that I think that really just epitomises how well Dykes and and Austin now they really know each other. Um, And I think hopefully, yeah, as we all uh, fingers crossed that 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 will continue next year. But uh, yeah, I, I just think they they've got a great little chemistry going right now. I think that's great. That's key, though. Like the chemistry around the team seems to be there. Like Cher and Willick seem to have this chemistry, don't they? On and off the pitch, um, you know, you have got Dykes and Austin. I think Dicky and Barbe seem to have that partnership, don't they? Um, you know, so you know, you Hanson in there, just it just yeah, it just feel you know, Dick, the egg in goal, it just all feels right. It's just a shame that it's all gonna, it's all gonna could potentially all be broken up a little bit, and we'll have to restart again. Yeah, I was just going to jump in. We we're talking about defensively. Um, according to who scored.com, our three top rated players this season were 
Geordie Device, uh, Dicky, and Barbe. Like last season, that would no our three defenders would never been anywhere near being our top rated players. I just think it just shows over the course of the season how with the um, formation change we've become a lot more solid. And obviously the acquisition of Dicky in the summer and obviously Geordie in January has really strengthened that back line. And I think it gives us a real good foundation to build on from next season. I feel kind of bad from last uh, last week's uh, stats that well, I probably gave Barbe because uh, I, I didn't know at the time, which I do now, that he uh, he's the only outfield championship player that played every single game. And I think championship Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, that that is a that is a, a special a special feat. So uh, yeah, I, I'll probably give him another half a point or a point more than I probably gave him last week. I think that's, that's pretty amazing. Yes, and there's your captain right there. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Still Dicky for me still, but he's a good, a good vice captain. There you go. <laughs> yeah, right, he's lads. a brilliant, isn't he, Barbe? I, I, I liked him. I, you know, he, if he could just keep this going next season and him and Dicky next season, I just... For me, they're, just, they're probably one of the best partnerships in the league, aren't they? They could be, certainly could be next season. For me, yeah, I, see, I, I like to think if we could just get some fullbacks next to him, I'm, that's just my personal view. I, you know, I like Wallace. Um, uh, you know, I don't mind KK, KK, but I just think in a four, like I've said, we, we could do with some new fullbacks. I see we were linked to um, uh, that Aston Villa defender, is it Neil uh, Taylor. Neil Taylor. Yeah, I mean, all the you know, all the accounts come out, don't they? All the transfer rumors come out. <laughs> you never know. You never know what, what's real, what's not. Well, I think there should be another mention for Senny as well. Senny at the weekend, there was a, a couple of great saves that he made. Yeah, yeah. Superb Senny. I mean, he, he he's been brilliant, hasn't he? I mean, we mentioned it every. I think we mentioned it every podcast how good he's been and how good he is and how good we. You know, I think that. He needs to make sure he stays this season, another full season. I'm sure there'll be clubs sniffing around. Well, I think for actually, his own to as well, right? I was going to say, um, I was, another one of my stats I've got for you, lads. Senny Dien uh, has made the most saves this season in the Championship with 121. Yeah, somehow he's, did it make it the year. Is that a good thing, um, that he's made the most saves? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I suppose... Like the fact that he's made the most saves and defensively we've got better and we've still got positive goal difference. I mean, is it that he's making the easy saves or the hard saves? Like it's difficult, isn't it? What's but your view on? Um... So I was just going to let you know that um, we've got Charlie Austin waiting in the waiting room, lads. Cool. Let's get him in. Let's get him in. Here he comes. Ben, can you continue the excitement for a little bit, mate? <laughs> <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> Guys, are you there, mate? Hey, chaps, two seconds. <laughs> no worries. Let's start this video. There we go. There we go. Hey. Hey, hey, mate. All right, chaps, you okay? Yeah, all good. There we go. All right. How are you, mate? You good? Good, you? Yeah, we're good, oh. mate. What have you been up to today? You been up to much? Fuck all. I went on a bender on Sunday and I slept for two days. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you, you go? Where'd you go on a bender? 
Pub crawl. No, in the back garden, had a few of the chaps around, and that was it. <laughs> Charlie, cheers for coming on, mate. Um, I think no, no you know when we when we started this, we started this to pretty much a few weeks after you joined, and I think the aim was always to get you on. Um, but you know, to get you on in our last probably our last episode of the season um, is, is is great. So thanks for coming on. Um, no worries, man. No worries just to read some read some of your stats off. So since you signed, you've made twenty one appearances. Nine team starts, eight goals, one assist. Yeah. The team, the team of um, one fifteen, lost seven, drew two. We were twentieth when you took over, which is mad to think about. Um, and we finished obviously eighth. We in the league, the, the Chaza league table. We finished third. <laughs> we like to say um, that must does that fill you with a sense of pride and, and achievement? And and what's your summary of the of the the team's performance since you've been here? Don't know, man. Like when, if you look back when I first signed, and you say it was 20th, was 20th, you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people, not only you, but people were saying to me, Chazzy, you lost your marbles, like, because the club were facing, not facing League One in the face, but it was obviously a possibility, wasn't it, unfortunately? Um, and I thought, no, no, let's just get my, my career back on, on track for me personally, you know? And that was probably one of the first things I said to the lads, if you fail... Then I fail. If I succeed, then you'll succeed. Do you know what I mean? So it wasn't just a, a one-way street. I was quite honest. Said, listen, it's impossible for me to do on my own. I'm, I'm, I've seen you play. I'm, I'm here to help, kind of thing. As much as to help you, you to help me. Could I imagine the way it went? No, I think we won the first seven out of eight, didn't we? Mm. Which was mad. I think Steph won his first four. Um, so it was, it was a great start. And then as the season, as the back end of the season went on you're thinking something special could happen here. And then we had that three out of four games, didn't we, where we lost? Yeah. And then you thought, oh, okay, maybe not. And then as we got closer to the end, you thought we'd be four or five games short of short of the playoffs. That's what I thought. And then I, me and Steph used to, we joked and said, what was you lot up to at the start of the season? Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but, I, but I think that just showed what, what the dressing room was lacking at the start of the season and what it we only he only had four players do you know what I mean we didn't change the whole team I mean, like that, we only had four players so it wasn't like we added seven or eight new players which could change a lot it was just four players and like I said there's like probably five missing pieces four was the players and one was obviously being the fans do you know what I mean that has missed the last little bit and other than that it's been an incredible for me incredible five months to win 15 games out of a possible, was it 21, 22? Well, it's, it's 20, well, 20, it's 24 because you missed three, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, so 20, 15 games out of 24. I mean, that's, that's it's promotion. As mad as it sounds, it's promotion form, isn't it? So when you, when you, when you came in, and obviously when you must have thought an expectation of what the team was like, standard was like, what the players were like, you know, when you mm. went in, and you started training. We played, started winning. Did, did, did it? Was that the reality? You know, did you think? Oh, actually, we got quite a good team here. Uh, uh, you were coming. They had a good. T- they had a good team, but there's the game management and the 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 knowledge of the game was lacking. If anything, and they needed a bit more experience. Obviously, they had Jeff and Lee Wallace in there, but them two needed a bit more backing from a couple of other senior players. Do you know what I mean? So they had more people on their side. If anything, and I think that's what. 
me and Steph and Geordie brought, and Sam's obviously a, a bit young, it's obviously a younger side, but we brought that in and, the, and kind of set expectations really. And, and everyone bought into the way we wanted to, the manager wanted to play. And listen, I couldn't have managed, imagined how it's turned out. I don't think anybody could, could they, to be honest. Was there any other offers on the table? As in, you know, when you were looking in January, was it, it was quite early on, wasn't it? You know, you could have been in Mate, the right I promise you, I, I promise you it happened so fast. Um, the Thursday I was on the way to training up to West Brom and my agent ran me said, Chaz, listen, um, QPR have asked, would, would you go there on loan? Like if, if we could get something sorted, would, we, would you do it? And I said, yeah, of course, if we, if we could get something done, it was sustainable, et cetera, et cetera, then I'll do it. Then he's like, okay, fine. I'll, I'll speak to you after training. Anyway, I trained and we did shape because it was the FA Cup weekend, wasn't it? So we had Blackpool. So I was going to play. I was down to play against Blackpool on the Saturday. Um, I got in a car drive home and he ran me and said, look, Mark Warburton's going to ring you. He wants to have a chat and go for an hour. I was like, okay, fine. I spoke to him on the way home for, for half an hour and that we, we agreed on a few things. And the next day it was just whew, done. It was the best, I think it was the worst kept secret going, <laughs> I think, you know what I mean? So, like I said, honestly, it was like the Thursday evening to, to Saturday. It just went so quick and that was it. You, you, you mentioned Tony Fernandez a few times about how, you know, he was influential in, in the move. What did he actually do? I'm not, I couldn't find it anywhere. I know that you said that he did quite a lot. I mean, what did, I don't know if you can go into specifics, but... Did, did he play FIFA with you? I know we remember we did that with Remy. Now we have a good relate. Like I have a good relationship with Tony, but not just me. Uh, Bianca, do you know what I mean? He always speaks to Bianca regarding the kids. Did he message her? Did he? And everything. <laughs> I think there was, there was about five. I mean, about five ten thousand QPR fans was messaging her yeah. at the time. Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And um, and that was it. Really, it just it just kind of went from there. I spoken to him. He knew about. It. I actually, before I went to West Brom, I spoke to Amit before I went to West Brom. The day it must have been about ten o'clock at night, uh, the day before deadline day. And I said, Amit, I'm going to go to West Brom. This is the this is heads the up. this is a heads up. This is the figures kind of thing. If you could match it, then I'll come back to QPR. And he just says, Chaz, we're a million miles away. It's not possible. And it probably would have been the the worst decision for the football club to make and and me if that makes sense yeah. do you know what I mean it wasn't right time for the football club two years ago the football club wasn't in the right position and it was it would probably been the wrong move and now when it all come back round that was it but Tony was suit for like I've spoken to him for for years since I've left really and I don't know it just it just seemed right did you, did you, when you left, I've seen you obviously had chats with Big Sam and uh, I think the chief exec at West Brom. Yeah. Was anything mentioned about next season? Did they say just go and play? Did they say we'll, we'll look at it next season? Is, did they say that's it? No, they, it was just Chaz go and play. They'd done good by me, really, because they'd only had one striker that, like, that was fit at the time. And I think it was get me out and then try and obviously get a couple in. They got Diang in and, and the, the Turkish guy and stuff like that. So it was, um, like I say, I'm so grateful to to Luke and Big Sam for allowing me to leave and kind of get my career back on track, if anything. One question I was wondering is, you know, when you're a lone player and you're alone and you play that last game of the season, you know, and you're in, you know, everyone's going home. Is it just a case of you sort of pack up your bag, you go and um, 
and and that's it. Do, do you go out on, for drinks, or do you have like a party, or do you go back and how is it just? It's it? like just it? different at the moment. It's different at these times because yeah. you don't know what's going on. But but I think my my affiliation with the football club, and possible just to pack up your bag and just leave. Do you know what I mean? Like I said from day one, when I first come in, everybody that was there the first time around are pretty much there now. So speaking to everybody again and. When I left the stadium on, on Saturday, he's saying goodbye to everyone because you don't know what happens in the future. I've played in a lot of teams where lone players have, like you say, just packed at your bag, said all the best and, and see you soon. Kind of like, do you know what I mean? Have a good career. I don't know what's going to happen in, in the future. I, unfortunately, I'd like to sit here and tell you, chaps, but, but I can't because I don't know what's going on. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> That's not the answer I was looking for there. No, no, sorry, brother. That's all I've got for you. I didn't know if you've left like a pair of boots there, just a do not touch, just in case. <laughs> yeah, we go. Um, I know you've mentioned it again a couple of times, you know, we, you'd want to, you know, for you to sign again, we'd need to give it a go. I think, you know, next season, which is a fair shout. What does that actually look like, though, for you personally? Because I guess you're the one who's got to gauge whether that, that's true or that statement happens. But what we've just shown now, what we've just shown now, I, for the whole squad that we have now that's just finished... And we make two or three more additions to the team to help bolster the squad. And I don't think we'll be far away. We're third. I think the two teams above us that's got more points are Norwich and Watford who have been promoted. So for me, with the team that we've got and then with two more additions, I don't think we'll be far away. That's what I was what that's what that's what I was meaning in that. What happens for you now then, Charlie? Like from now, like you know, I guess you don't know what's going on, but do you just sort of sit and wait? Do you, are you going to go out and actively well, try and get something sorted? You can speak I'm still to contract. I'm still contracted to West Brom. Yeah. Uh, and a, there's a year option on West Brom's, whether they take it up, do you know what I mean or not? Um, so I don't know. So that, adamantly, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not too sure what the, what the future holds, if I'm honest. I'll, um, I'll pass you over to Brad. I've got to tell you this. Brad's got a, uh, a poster of you, his missus tells me, we've got a poster of you on his wall. That whenever you score, <laughs> he runs around the room and starts kissing it. I've got oh, a tell you, he never do Anyway, I've got a little um, guest for you here. So I just want to give him a mention because he's a good mate of mine. Um, I used to live in Australia with him and he's a scouser. I'm just wondering if you can guess who he is. Danny Allen? Yes. <laughs> no way! Yeah, I used to live with him, mate, in Australia for three years. So I've got a little story that he told me. So I just wanted to say it. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, uh, one day in the railway tavern, yeah. uh, back in time, uh, you're having lock-ins and that. Uh, one Christmas day after two bottles of Cicerano, you ran out of ale at Sam Hitchcock's <laughs> house. And uh, he's a jockey now, isn't he? Yeah. And... He said Sam was away, so you opened his best bottle of champagne and drunk that with orange juice. And Sam wasn't happy when you sent him photos in his bed drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Daddy Allen's brilliant, right, isn't he? No comment. Oh, he's top draw. He was, he was top draw. He was a good footballer, you know, Brad. He was a good footballer, Danny was. He was. Yeah, I've been watching him play five sides in Australia, mate. He plays for Junior now. I think he's, he's good. Yeah, he's, he's not too player. bad, though. No. Yeah, mate. Funny that. 
Small world, eh? Small world. So, Chazza, we've, we've seen a marked difference in uh, Mr. Dykes in, in the second half of the uh, the season. And uh, a great, great first goal against Luton. I could really see a bit of a, a connection between you and him. What what advice have you you sort of given him to, to help him along this second half of the season? Um... I just be quite honest. I said, like, so you do a lot of selfish, unselfish running, like, do you know what I mean? Tracking back. And so you all got to work hard for a team. I get it. But he was almost doing too much. And then he was finding himself out of positions for when the ball was coming into the box. He wasn't there. So it was just more to stay in the whip for the box, if anything. And then just trust in your ability, mate. So I just said, look, as soon as you get that one goal, it will come. Because you, you play, you're off the ball stuff has, has been really good. And he just needed that one goal for confidence. And then look, he got the goal against Reading. And unfortunately, he had the two weeks, didn't he, with the international break. But he'd come back then and he look how he fit through April. Was it six goals and, and two assists or something like that? It's, he finished with two assists yeah. for me. I guess Oke and that. It was just more about just giving, giving him confidence, really. And... I knew he had, there was something in him which was was there, I guess, more than, he was raw because look at the where he's come from, Lyndon, do you know what I mean? To then come the championship. I just said an interview probably about two months ago and I said, if he gets double figures this season, nobody would bat, and I, no, everyone would say that's a good season for him. Mm-hmm. At the end with 12 goals and about five assists. Yep. I think he's done really well, to be honest. Yeah, no, he's done well. He's done well. I want to take you back to uh, to 2014, um, to the playoff final. Um, what memories do you still have of that second half? And because I, I tell you, I was up up in the gods, and when that ball went in, I think I was about seven rows deep. My missus was on top of me, uh, and it, it was carnage <laughs> up there. What was it like on the pitch for that second half? Gary O'Neill gets sent off. What are you thinking all the way through to sort of Bobby scoring that that last minute winner? I was playing left wing. I've never played left wing in my life. Um, it was incredible. I, I don't really remember much about the second half, if I'm honest, apart from just constantly running back. Armand Trey always played left back. I was left wing. So I'm not sure what you think about that, the left-sided duo at the time. Um, but look, it was just one of them whirlwind experiences. And very fortunately, we weathered an almighty storm and with Junior just winning a 30-70 tackle, really, which he should never have won, um, and they make a mistake, and, and Bobby scores. And it was just a surreal moment. I just remember, as, even after them, I think they had two or three chances, do you know what, and added on yeah. time. Um, it was incredible. When he blew that whistle, I just the emotion, just raw emotion in me was just come out and the fact that I was now going to be a Premier League player. Because I always remember at the start of the game, every one of our start, everyone to start 11 bar me had played in the Premier League. And that was like a little bit of a joke between the lads, which I didn't really have much, I didn't, <laughs> which I didn't enjoy as much, <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, no, that was it. It was just an incredible moment, day for myself for my family, for everyone affiliated, everyone associated with a football club, because as I said on the day, I don't think anyone wanted QPR to go up that didn't support QPR that day. 
uh, and against everyone we did and we, we got the job done. What about after, that was so what, was, what was the party like afterwards? Oh, two days. It was good. It was good. Fun. <laughs> we went to the stadium. <laughs> we went, it was good fun. We went to the stadium. Then we went to the stadium on the Sunday, didn't we? We done like the the fans coming and we that was good. That was it was enjoyable. Very enjoyable experience the Richard Dunn drinking culture. <laughs> <laughs> Always that song in there about Richard Dunn. Love it. Yeah. Dunny, man. He, do you know what? I don't think he gets enough credit for what he um, what he he done not throughout his career, but what he done for us at, at QPR. You know, honestly, I, he was he was hard bastard. He was. I wonder what he was like a few <laughs> years before because he was he was. But imagine him with a bit more pace and a bit more you know when because we, we got him towards the end of his career. I yeah. wonder what you know. I, I wonder how good he. Well, we know how good he was, but yeah. But I know I know what you're saying. Like a few years when he's going through his prime, I reckon he was. Yeah. Top, top draw, man. Um, obviously, we've just had the obviously end of season awards. Just want to mm-hmm. pick your brains on who you um, picked for player of the season. I could only pick, right, on when <laughs> I was there. Yeah. So I voted for, I voted for Steph. Did you? Yeah. Steph being brilliant. I I I I I voted for Steph and said he was like my second choice, and the only reason was because I could only vote on obviously when I was there. I didn't know what was going yeah. like had gone on before. Do you know what I mean? So I voted for Steph. I thought it was incredible for us from yeah. the moment he signed to the the season finish. I I really feel like he held the team and and made the team grow in confidence as much as I was able to do that with the supporters. And the the strikers as such, he was he was so crucial to the to the dressing room. Also, he really was because he was uh, he, in training. You could just see him just in not try a leg that that wouldn't be fair to say, but he just done enough in training. Then when he came into games, he was just he controlled football matches for us for the majority of their games. I think that was I don't know whether you guys could see that on the streams or when you oh, watch yeah. the games. Hundred percent. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So we used to see it, and then when it come into games, you could just when it was live, it was it was mad. Do you know what I mean? Is that what's, what's he like? As a person? Person? Yeah, that's what I was doing. Oh man, Top yeah, good laugh, good, good laugh, good lad to have in a change room. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, really, really good. I bet he's got like a funny Norwegian accent, like English slash Norwegian, <laughs> just sort of like. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, that's what he's got all mixed into one. Yeah, London. Norwegian, Scottish, <laughs> oh, it's all in there. Charlie, no, he was just top man. What's the chances of us signing him? There, obviously, I know we're going to ask you, and we we will, and trust me. But what I really don't like his is his is completely different, man. Re- he's got one year left at Fulham. Do you know what I mean? And with them being relegated, I'm, I'm really I'm really unsure. Like yeah. I said, if you was if you look for the football club, how the how the season finished. You'd want the whole team to stay together. That includes the four loanies, and then add a few, add a couple of players in. So uh, we can push, I can't. We can I can't. Yeah, I can't be more complimentary about him. Honestly, I can't. Um, I thought, I thought he was a big, big part of the success. You've got a proper little bromance yeah. going on, aren't you? Really. 
Yeah, man. We played eight games, we won seven. We won, like, out of our first eight games, we've won seven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, speaking of the loan deals, obviously, Sam Field obviously joined as well from West Brom with with you. Um, yeah. What have you, like, obviously, what's his potential? Like, and were you involved in getting into the club? Nah. Sat, no, I didn't know about Fieldy coming in until deadline day. We played Watford, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, the manager spoke to me after the game and just said, uh, uh, before the game, so he said, what thoughts on Sam Field? He said, good, like, good player, just needs to needs to have, to go away from West Brom and play games. Uh, and look, he's, he's come and done. So it's his first, was his first game against Brentford, I'll say. Yeah. Or whatever, his first goal was it's, it's it's scored, his yeah. first touch. Yeah. yeah. So, do you know what I mean? Pretty much. So it was perfect for for him, he's he's got plenty of potential. Just needs to play games, like a lot of young lads. Do you know what I mean? That come through teams that have been in the Premier League as such. They just need to have the football league experience, and I'm sure he'll go on to have a great great career. I've got a lot of time for Sam. I was I was very honest with Sam when we was at West Brom, and he says it in his when he first comes to the club. He says I give him a yeah. bit of advice. My advice to him was look. And I I said James Ward Prowse nuts and bolts of his game right when I was at Southampton. He's to practice all the set pieces and stuff, but he used to make sure his passing and his tackling was 100%. He didn't care who was playing who was playing in front of him, whether it was Victor Wanyama or it was Dusan Tadic or it was Stephen Davis. He would tackle you, whether you was his age or someone else. All of, and the next day, I just see Fieldy come into training, just winding through people. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And that was it. And I just thought, that's the only way you're going to get your, get the eye of your manager. Do you know what I mean? That you could, what you can offer and... That was it, really. Yeah, that was it. Speaking of managers, player, who's the best yeah. manager at QPR that you've had? So from obviously both spells, obviously Warburton, Redknapp. Who was the best for you personally? I played my best football under Harry. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? I played my best football under Harry. I failed a medical at Hull, and he still took me. So. Yeah. I'd have to say, I would have to say, Harry, like I was only with the gaffer for four or five months and I loved every minute for him and he made me my eyes open when I was, see how he coached and done the mad management side. But for me, Harry was, got the best out of me. I bet he could be quite scary, can't he? At half time, if you're losing, old Harry oh, read that. Yeah, mate. And we lost a few times in the Premier League at half time, <laughs> didn't we? Just, <laughs> Just a so. few. Yeah, so no, he wouldn't. It was one of them where he was great when we was winning, but it wasn't great, obviously, when we weren't getting the the right results. Do you know what I mean? Because we were falling short, and that was just. If that was down, I guess it was down to everybody involved in the on the field stuff. You know, we just we fell short, and it was as simple as that. And as you look on, you can see how tough the Premier League is. So we just wasn't ready for. Well, we we just didn't have the quality in the squad to get that to be able to stay up. Oh, if you could. So if you could go back and speak to your younger self now, what advice do you think you would give if given yourself? If you could, if you could go back in time when you started your career and think, oh, I want to, I want to tell myself this. I don't know, really. I, 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 I'm not sure. Because you've changed your game now a lot, haven't you? Since the first time you was out, I'm a better player now. Yeah, I'm a better player now. But that come on when I went to Southampton, I think, mate. When I went to Southampton, become a better player outside because when I went to the Premier League, scoring the goals just it wasn't enough. 
when you was at a club like Southampton. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you need to learn yeah. the other side of the game, which which I was okay. I was just okay at, which I needed obviously to get better at. And I think it's shown that more since I've come back to the club second time round. Um, what did I tell myself? <laughs> Keep my mouth shut every now and then. <laughs> Not speaking your mind all the time. <laughs> that, that interview at Samantha, mate. Yeah, still get there every time. Honestly, man. Honestly, I just I come off the pitch and then said it, and then afterwards I was like, I didn't think nothing of it, and then didn't realise how bad it had gone. <laughs> okay, I was having a shambles, isn't it? It'd be a shambles. So yeah. So I think come on then. Your, what's your all-time five-a-side team? All-time from now and when you were when you were back then, twenty fourteen. QPR. Yeah. QPR. You're a gaffer. You can't pick yourself. No. Um, You've got to have a goalie right. as well. All right. All right. My goal, Joe Lumley, would be in goal. Lovely. <laughs> I promise you, this kid can play serious soccer with his feet. He's a yeah. great cat, yeah. Great cat, but honestly... I promise. Mark my words. He's he's good, man. Very good. Very good. Lama's in goal. Um, I'd have Dunny in my five-a-side team. Should have to do well to get round him. <laughs> you would. Dunny. Ali for Ali Fallin. Vargas. 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 Five aside too, mate. Honestly, Vargas was deadly, man. Five aside, he was deadly. Um, Ali Fallin, Vargas, Dunny. I need a forward. Need a forward, mate. Yeah. Bob. Bobby. Five aside. Yeah. Five aside. Ball comes to him. You can't get it off him. He's too strong. <laughs> Who get the ball off him? He's a unit. He's a lump now, isn't he? Yeah, big boy. You see the size of him? He's a lump, mate. Fishing and lifting. Fishing and lifting. Oh, that's exactly him, mate. <laughs> Top draw, Bob. What a fella. What a fella. That's my five-a-side team. Straight up. <laughs> lovely. Straight straight up to Zamora. Setback goal. Root while that's best. Another two-day bender. Yeah. <laughs> Go to my next question. These are just little joking questions. If you had a five-man band, you're in it. Uh, who are you picking in your roles? This is a like a music band from the current team. Oh. From the well, yeah, current team. Do current team. Me, I'd have. Ah, uh, oh. Lamas would play the drums. He can't sing. His voice is horrific, man. <laughs> I'd be front. I'd be the singer, front man. Lumbers at the back on the drums, right at the back. Steph playing the guitar. Um, I'd have Geordie in there. Geordie DeVise. Geordie. And Don Ball. Don Ball. No, you're backing singers, yeah? They're my backing singers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> just, just picture Geordie ripping his top off at the end. 
That's Purple what I mean. Decent band, that. So, also, uh, this is another question I want to ask you. Would, would you give up your, would you give up your playoff day and medal, right, for an for an England cap and gold? Is that, is that tough one, isn't it? That no, not not what I know now. No, yeah. If you said to me, let's just say for argument's sake at the start of that season 314, right, Chas, you're gonna get beat in the fight, you scored the goals that you did, but get beat in the final or the semi-finals, and then one year later something would have happened, you go and get a thingy, then yeah. But knowing what I know now, no. 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 Yeah, fair enough. And then the, I just want to know, I've got a couple more. If you go so if you had to, and you was going back to being a gaffer again, and you've got Joey Barton in the centre, because I know you love yeah. Joey Barton, um, who are you playing alongside him? Ali Fallin or Johansson? Both great players. You have to pick oh, that's, one. That's not, asking it, Alma, that's, ask, that's not asking me who do I, who do I love most out of my kids. Who's <laughs> 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 oh, my favourite kid, though? Man. No. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not on here, man. My missus will kill me. <laughs> she won't um, listen to this, will she? Uh, yeah, but no doubt someone will message her or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, um, uh, 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 You've got to do it. Can't tell you. You're just, just go for it. Both in their prime. I don't know if you played with Stefan in his prime. Well, yeah, I didn't play with Stefan in his prime. I didn't play with Steph like when he was fine, but then Ali had them shit injuries, man. And I didn't like, do you know what I mean? I didn't play with Ali in his prime and all the lads said he was, was great. What I'd seen of Ali in like, do you know what I mean? The couple of months and that they got back fit. He was, he was the only person, do you know what I mean? So skillful and technically good with the ball, but loved putting his foot in also. He don't really he could see bend that. the ball, couldn't he? He could bend the ball round like. You know what I mean? It's just a brick Ali wall. for me. Yeah, I'd have Ali in there. I would I would have Ali? He's still on the guitar as well, old Ali, isn't he? Yeah, man. He played the guitar for years. He started playing that when he was at um, when he was at QPO when I was last there with him. Start, I remember sharing a room with him in Italy, and he started playing this guitar. Thinking, shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> <laughs> he was rubbish. He was rubbish <laughs> at first. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Would you say that? Would you say that? Uh, I don't know if this is a thing, but would Lyndon Dykes be up there with your best or like most enjoyable partnership you've played with? Because I see on the picture from when they, you score and is that you're so you look close. Um, yeah. Or, I, well, at QPR. What do you mean? It's in. Yeah. I don't know because I had very similar with. With Bob, but he got. I played up front on my own through the in the championship until yeah. until I come back with Doyler, and then Kev, me and Kev finished, didn't we? But when in the Premier League, I, Bob helped me so much, mate. Bob yeah. helped me so much to to learn and stuff like that. So I've, that's tough, do you know what I mean? And then I've gone away and come back a different strike, a different person, and then I was so pleased for Dykesy to get get that goal. So it's, it's a tough one to answer, really. Bob's when he scores, I'm I'm so pleased for him. I've never really been like that. It's mad, I've never really been like that before. But now he scores, I'm so pleased for him. Yeah. 
Now, I know, Chaz, you've got loads of years left in the tank, and we're not going to mention the old veteran word on this podcast. No. But, <laughs> but thinking, long, thinking longer term, life yeah. football, yeah. Um, what, what have you got in mind? Management, media, something else? You're giving it some thought? Oh, don't you know what? Funny you say that. I, thought, I spoke to that about my to Bianca today. I don't know. Do you know what I said to her? I said, Bange, I think I'm going to be a PE teacher. <laughs> she was like, what? <laughs> what? You're right. Um, I don't know. I, I'm going to do my badges. I'm going to do my coaching badges. I'm not sure I want to be a coach. I want to be a manager, I think. And I, for me, I think it's two different things. I think coaching yeah. and being a first team coach and being a being a manager is two different things I, I do. And I think I'd prefer to be a manager if, if I could than a coach. But I'm definitely going to do my badges and see where that takes me. I like doing the media stuff. I enjoy it. I, I enjoy doing that stuff. So I'm, I don't know. I'm quite open at the moment. I don't want to, like you say, I don't want to think about retiring anytime soon. Like I'm only 32 and I want to continue to play and score because I can't tell you that how much fun and it is going to work every day with 25, 30 lads and just having the crack, mate. I can't tell you how, yeah. how good that is. Do you know what I mean? I can't, honestly, I can't. And especially have all the different different personalities, et cetera, et cetera, you know, in the, in the same change room, it's it's good fun, man. It's good fun. Yeah. Well, Who's got, got the best crack? You've got your Loftus Road for another two or three years, right? At least, so uh, Who knows, buddy? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Who, Charlie, who I know there's um, just floating around the team, and there's the obvious ones. Um, is there any? Is there any that the fans aren't talking about so much that you see in trading that look 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 like they could have some real potential? Not that you've not seen. Not that you've not seen. Like Chrissy Willett, right? It's it's good, man. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Chrissy's good, man. Like Ilias is. Is good, obviously, it's good to see, and everyone can see that. But Chrissy's not far behind, you know. Yeah, Chrissy, they got a little bromance, haven't they? Them two, yeah, we had both on the yeah. It wouldn't surprise me when Chrissy comes back next year, it wouldn't surprise me if he, he goes to the next level. He's 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 probably the one that's just he's just not just doing enough, he's doing more than enough. But then to add more goals and more assists to his game, he'll be the next. It wouldn't surprise me if he's the next one to be, do you know what I mean? Everyone opens their eyes to. Yeah. What is about that, um, that, Charlie Coleman? Money on? That... Oh, Charlie, yeah. So Charlie Coleman, like, because obviously when I see Charlie Coleman on the under-23s, like there's a video snippets they put up, the goals he's scoring and training and stuff, he looks lethal. He's good finisher, Chazza, he's good finisher, but he's only young, remember? He's only yeah. 18, yeah. 19, so he needs to learn his trade a little bit more and, and stuff. And when I went in there, just just tried to talk to him and, and try and help him. But when you're not playing games, it's tough, isn't it? And yeah. so he'll be the next one. But again, he's only 18 and he's going to have a, he's got plenty of years ahead of him to, to push on and, and make a career for himself. Who's your thoughts on captain for next season? We have this debate on this. We have had this debate, <laughs> have this debate on the pod. Who did you I've always for? said part Oh, yeah, Barbert for me. Dickie, I can't Dickie for me. Yeah, we, Dickie was one of the popular votes. I think it's a Dickie Barbet split. Lee Wallace. 
Yeah, I was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lee's got Lee's. Well, um, obviously, Lee stays. I think. I think he's he's going to stay and, and all that. Yeah, I think Lee. He's got control of the the dressing room in a different way. He's a different captain com- from what I'm, what I've had before, i.e. shouting wise. But um, yeah, he's got control of the dressing room when he, he, he wants to speak from a tactical point of view, etc. Everyone, everyone listens. When he walks I'm in, does everyone go, shh, everyone goes, shh, shh, he's here. <laughs> no, no, it's, not, it's, quite, it's quite open change. It's more, he's just, I think he just, not demands respect. Everyone gives him the respect because of the career he's had. He was Rangers captain, so why he's QPR captain? Yeah. He finished the season as QPR captain, so it wouldn't surprise me if he he, he would continue to be the Rangers captain next year. When you say shout, well, sorry, Chaz, do you mean do you mean he's a shouter at the players, or he's, no, he's more of a calming figure? And... Yeah, calming figure. You get me, what Wally over here just can't help but shout, and uh, <laughs> he's a lot more calmer. He's a lot more calmer and, and have the conversation where. I like to shout and be heard, where he'd rather have a one-to-one or two-on-one conversation. I still think I'll put my money on you being captain because you're going to be in next season, let's be honest. <laughs> Even if I have to drive there and make it happen, mate, it's happening. Would you, you still get a 45 again? 45 or number nine next year? Which which number are you going with? <laughs> <laughs> well, Lyndon, give up number nine for you. I do you know what I'd never ask if it ever come to if it if it ever come to it I'd never ask anyone to give me my number. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, that's I don't think that's not unless you're an elder. Do you know what I mean? Or someone of that calibre. Ah oh, man. Yeah. I don't. I don't agree. Unless it's something that's real sentimental to you. I don't. Not for me. That. Not for me. How does that yeah. make you feel if you're taking? Do you know what I mean? Shit, ain't it? Not for me. That. Yeah. Not for me at all. Yeah, not for me that. What if Bradley agrees to get a tattoo of your face on his arm or his or his heart? <laughs> what would that make a difference? He said he would. Nah. He said he would. Believe me, mate. I've got I've got tattoos from Les Dolores. I've even got one that says you want to tickle my pickle. How many day bands have you been on? I never went open. She did as well. Nah, mad man. Did you have an idol growing up, though, Jar? Who was your idol? Shearer was my idol, man. Footballing idols, Shearer. See, my dad was my dad, and he's like, I mean, my dad, but Shearer's your was watching football, score goals for fun, and being a striker, guards in the garden, and try and be. Alan Shearer, go out to the park and, and try and be Alan Shearer. Then looking afar when the World Cup was on, I always wanted to be R9. Yeah. I always wanted to be Ronaldo, yeah. So what that was it for me. What are your Euros predictions? I don't think you can look past France. I really don't. As much as I'd love England to go all the way and win it, I just don't think he'll play enough attacking football for, for what we've got. I think we're good defensive minded and that's not our best attribute, is it? I don't think. Us is going forward. It's tournament football. Go and win. If it's 4 3, who cares? As long as we win. So mm. that would be me. I just, I think France are a force to be reckoned with, but I would love us to win it. Of course I would, but I'm not sure. What about a Champions League, oh. Chazza? Who do you think is going to win that? Uh, do you know what? How good was that the other night? 
Like I, I so know we're QPR. I think I know we're QPR, and I, I, I do. <laughs> but Chelsea could have won four or five, couldn't they? Like, can can say just just ah, oh, he's put on absolute show for Chelsea. Um, he was so good for them, and let like, City are, are great to watch, aren't they? Do you know they are, they are good to watch, and I think it's going to be an exciting final. I just think I think City might just nick it two one. Yeah, be interesting to see if they play Aguero after that penalty he did, wouldn't it? But Lookman done it against West Ham and they got a jump for Fulham, do you know what I mean? And they yeah. gone, Fulham are gone. It happens, don't it? It just happens. It's a, it's a, if it goes in, no one bats an eye. If Aguero does a cheeky Penenka, everyone goes mad. But it's one of them, if you save it, you look a Wally, don't you? Charlie, <laughs> who would have had the penalties? If, if we'd got one, if we have, I don't think we got one, did we? But if we did, and you and Dykes were on the pitch, uh, was it ever Lin- sorted? Yeah, Lyndon, he hadn't missed. He hadn't missed. Do you know what I mean? He hadn't, he hadn't missed. So Dykes, he would have took the penalties, and he missed. If there was another one, he, if he was on the pitch, I'd, he could take it again. Uh, it happens, happened to me. I missed two in the in the, in the Premier League, and Joe wanted to. Oh, Joe wanted to take them. He was the one that said to me, "Look, have a like if the next one comes, take it again." So it's only right. You can't just miss one and then yeah. come off them. Do you know what I mean? If you miss two or three, then it's a bit of a different story, isn't it? But yeah. Um, and what about QBR Chaz? Where do you think we'll? Uh, where, do you, where do you see us ending up next year? Look, if I, if the, they're forcing me reckon with, aren't they? Let's be honest. We finished the, finished the season the way we did. Everyone will be looking at QPR completely different. Yes, they'll be looking at saying our oh, four loanies have been there, and if they lose them, what are they going to do, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They've put uh, the lads that have finished the season there. The whole club have put a platform. We beat last year's points. We finished in the top half the first first time for six, seven years. I think every year any football club wants to build on that, don't they? So it wouldn't surprise me if they try and aim for for the same position or better. Um, and, and anything in the bottom half would be a would be not a good season. Charlie, yeah. have you ever thought about? I don't know. You know, not many people will like me saying this, but have you ever thought about putting a pin on it with QPR? I'm thinking like you did a great first in, you come back, you've you know saved us if you like from you know what we were looking like we were going to. Is it a risk coming back again? You know, have you ever thought about just leaving it there and? It, it, a risk is coming back when you're 20th in the championship. Yeah, uh, true. Staring <laughs> <Lee White laughs> barrel after score, doing well in the first time round. Do you know what I mean? That's a risk. That's a risk. Yeah. The opportunity can't the next time. I'm not too sure it is as much as risk as what that one is. Mm. Definitely not. However much yeah. we'd love you to stay as well. Is there anything that you've got niggling in the back of your mind that you would like to do before, sort of over the next three, four, five years, however long you play, that you'd say you'd like to have done before you hang up the boots? Get to 200 goals, mate. That's about it. I don't care where <laughs> they come. I don't know. I don't know. I am um, not really. If you, I know if a lot of people might have a little wobble up for this, but I, I did want to play in America. I really did. That's something that I've always said to said to Bianca. I'd, I'd love to play in America if the opportunity had come. So, so I don't know uh, if I'm honest. That that would be 
football wise, yeah, I'd love to score 200 career. Like, do you know what I mean? That'd be professional goals. That'd be something to say, wouldn't it? Um, and then if the opportunity come to play in America, I'll be interested in that. If that, but that would, at the moment, that'd be it. But I'd like to play football for as long as possible if I could. What's it about America? Is it is it is it the lifestyle I, I, or? I think so. Out, yeah. Just go take the kids and take the kids and go and see what it's like over there. I guess. I don't know. Just something that's always, always kind of thought. Well, if the opportunity come, look, why not? So. Yeah. Live it up. Six years, it's overrated, Chaz. It's overrated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't go I know people will be thinking, "What's going on?" But yeah, that'd be the that'd be the only thing. Do you know what I mean? That that really would. The opportunity come for for Americans, I'm but but the world's a funny place at the moment, ain't it? Do you know what I mean? We can't even go anywhere other than Portugal at the moment. So, <laughs> Charlie, you must miss like playing in front of the fans. You know that first day of the season, this next season, um, when the fans are back, it's going to be a full house off this road. Everyone's you know, expectations high. Hopefully, you know we've made some good signings. I bet you'd love to be a part of that. Like I said, like I said, when I come on, like the the five missing pieces, we had the four lone players come in to help the squad. I think the fifth one would obviously be all the fans in. Like the, you look back, and we had fifteen wins, chaps. You'd four at the start of the season yeah. for that bit. Yeah, we had fifteen wins nice. the back end. Like we've won nineteen games throughout the season. It's a great season. But with 15 wins second half of the season, imagine you guys were in there when we beat Luton away, we beat Watford, beat Brentford at home, beat Blackburn, we're beating Bournemouth. Do you, you know what I mean? Um, it, by the end of it, I, I do believe that the stadium would have been full. Just yeah, 100%. You've got me since then. Living in hell with that, mate. Yeah. We, some of those games, I think back, if there was crowd in there, it would have just been mad. Like the Brentford one, I think about like the Watford away end, or there's loads of games where I look and think that would have been an unbelievable atmosphere that day. That's it's a shame, what I'm saying. It? Like it's, it's such a it's such a shame, mate. It's such a shame. And but like the lads are so grateful for all the support that all the fans had given. You'd seen all the content via social media and and everything like that, you know. And it just, I wish the squad could experience. What the fans bring on the on a on a positive side, do you know what I mean? Because the first first time I was, it's very positive from the the fans, um, majority of the time, and I wish they could could have experienced that this year. I think we've got some um, some some social media questions, Doug. Have you got them? Yeah, yeah I've got them here. Um, so I've got one from Dino Fry, and he said um, before coming back this second time. Did you realise after your first stint with us how much you were idolised by the fans? I think it was hard not to. If any if anyone give me any stick on social media, the QPR fans amateur. <laughs> um, now I think I, was, so. I think I was surprised. I don't know about anyone yeah. else, but I knew you were loved, but it suppressed what I thought. I know, man. I I don't. It wasn't just me though that got it. Do you know what I mean? It was like. Bianca, like the QPR fans loved her, man. It was mad. And um, and it just took my kids in and everything. And then it was just me. I, I don't know. I know they loved the striker and that, but I, I, I don't know. I would be, it'd be wrong for me to say, yeah, I knew it because I didn't. I knew they loved me in a certain way, but the day I come back, I mean, it was just ridiculous. Really uh, I've, got, 
Got another one from uh, Lauren Ford. She put, would you prefer to sign the contract to join us in blue or black ink? <laughs> uh, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> um, uh, just another one was, um, who's the most underrated player you've ever played with at QPR? Oh, uh, I don't know, you know, good question. Good, very good question. But I, for me, not under, I loved playing with Bobby, honestly. And I didn't realise how much, why Bob got a, a lot of stick. I generally didn't. Because whenever I played with him and see him and see what he was doing in training, i Thought it was a bit harsh to be honest. Um, and he certainly helped me in the Premier League, helped me get there by winning, scoring a winning goal. And then when we played together in the Premier League, he brought my game on to tenfold. I wonder whether it's got yeah. anything to do because that is a good point. That you know, he did get a bit of stick. I wonder, is it because he, you know, the, the fans love a player that runs around, don't they, and, and works yeah. hard and puts looks like they're putting 100% in because he was quite a bigger guy. He didn't always do that. So when you're losing lots of games, that's highlighted. Yeah. Maybe that's possible. No, I I yeah, no, I mean, I understand what you're saying, Ben, definitely. But I just, he, for me, was someone that I just didn't think. Yeah. Probably didn't, I don't know if he got the credit he deserved at QPR. Other than that, like, do you know what I mean? Scoring that, I thought he'd done very well for the football club. Certainly when I was there. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I think we won't take up too much. I think we can all talk to you all day. I'm not joking. I think I've got about 50 <laughs> questions here that I still haven't asked that I want to ask. Um, but I'm conscious of time. Um, no, I can't let you go without asking you. What out of 10, God, it's 10 to, what's the chances 10... of you signing? I don't know, man. I swear. Right, it's 10 to... Oh, what's the time now? What's it now? It's 10. I'll give you 15 minutes. Yeah. 15 more minutes of question. I'll give you 15 minutes, yeah. Right. I don't know, so, mate. I promise you. I promise. Not like that. I, I generally don't know. I'm, I'm, like I say, I'm still contracted West Brom and chaps. So I'd love to tell you what was going on, but I can't, man, because I don't know myself. <laughs> is there an offer on the table or is there something on the table that you're aware of? Or, you know, it might not be what you want because it never probably is to start off with, but is it something that. Talks have, like, have happened and we've spoken. We've spoken, but oh, that's it. That's it. We've only spoken about my thoughts and the football club's thoughts, and that's it. And that is it. Yeah. I don't think I could take you signing for someone else, mate. I don't think any of us could. <laughs> but you know what, right? You know when I come back for West Brom that day? Oh, mate, that was that was hard, that. <laughs> that was hard, that. It was, yeah, it was, honest. I was thinking, I, I was thinking if I scored, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? <laughs> I don't Did you miss was... that open goal? Did you miss that easy shot? <laughs> Cheeky bastard. I don't think I'd have celebrated, you know. I don't think I'd have had it in me. I don't. I don't mm. think I'd have had it in me. I don't. Tough one. Mm. What, have, what have been the most significant changes in? Because obviously from... For round one to round two in terms of Loftus Road I know you said earlier that a lot of the staff were still there and sort of when you left yeah. last game it was sort of by but yeah what what have been the biggest changes that you've seen personnel 
if I'm honest. You look from where the football club was when I was first there to where it is now. It's like chalk and cheese, isn't it? Um, they've really given the youth a go, added with experienced footballers to to bring them along and make the team and the club grow again in the right direction. And It's a good club to be a part of. I certainly thought it was the first time around and I, I certainly think it is again the second time. So looking on, it's... The club's in the the club's now aiming in the right direction, shall we say? Yeah. Looks it, doesn't it? Yeah. Some solid it's foundations a, now. Yeah, everything's there. It's built now to really progress if it wants to. It's in a perfect location. It's West London for Christ's sake. Mm. Um so look, it's no, it's it looks very positive for the football club now. And for you personally, um mm-hmm. obviously as you've got older um have you practice wise and, and preparing for games is there anything you do differently now uh, that you didn't have to do a few years back probably look after myself a little bit more takes me a day to recover a little bit more <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's just for the vendors yeah but do you know what i mean I, it's just one of them i think that comes with age and experience and um i think when i look at the games now i think what can I do to be a fit? I still look, watch defenders play. I, I still get clips of the, the defence and how I, how I, as well as a team, can do better, but as well I can get the best out of me and what I can do for the weaknesses against their team. I still do that now. So I haven't really gone away from much of that, but I know how to look after my body more now. I need to. It just comes, that just comes of age. Is, is that sort of food and drink in terms, or is that training yeah, reco- itself? Or? Training and recovery. And yeah. are you a lager fan, are you? What, 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 what are you? Cider? Uh, it depends on the weather, really. I think Guinness in the winter, uh, cider in the summer. That's <laughs> heavy, that man. Estrella after <laughs> golf. <laughs> Who won that round the other day? I saw you were out with, uh, was it Jamie oh, Mackey? And- me and my mates, me and my mate Futch beat them turn one. Smashed two and one, but we smashed them. <laughs> we allowed them back in. I think we allowed them back in, and Amit let me win. <laughs> Is he keeping you sweet? He was keeping me sweet. I think <laughs> Charlie. I just I think one one thing I also wanted to ask was we haven't really touched on him. Is, is Rob Dickey? Um, yeah. I think when we signed him, there wasn't much expectation. I mean, we knew that he was obviously talented, but I think watching him and you know he, he just seems like he's growing every game and he's he's getting cleverer and you know he's he's yeah. learning and he looks a real talent i just wondered what your views were no exactly exactly what you just said i can't really add to that really he'd come in been in league one just got beaten the final he'd come into to qpr team that was was settled in the championship but he needed to be a part of for him to grow and i think it just showed with him playing and, and performing week in week out he he grew as a person and as a player. And then when we started winning games of football, it showed him in a better light. Going forward, we had to defend, of course. But going forward, he showed so much, scored a couple of goals. That he's, he's growing. He just, he's got everything there to go on and be a, be a very good centre-half. Do you think he could make this step up into the Premier League? In time? In time, Duncan? Yeah, there's every chance. But one year in the Championship is not, is not enough to go one year to make yeah. that step up 
with all due respect to Robin, I think he would agree that he needs to play more games in the championship. But certainly he's laid down the foundations to to make himself grow as a defender. Yeah. Top man, mate. Top man. All right. Well, look, we'll let we'll let you go right, and chaps. crack on with your evening. Look, cool, thanks man. a lot for coming on. And you know, we'd no love problem. to get you on again, sign yeah, or no not sign. Um no problem, yeah, we'd love to get you on. And um, you know, please sign. <laughs> now where is chaps listen it was Cheers, enjoyable chaps. right you take steady okay yeah and you mate Cheers, Cheers, look great okay. I'll see you later take care chaps bye-bye. See you bye 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 Charlie oh, yeah. just did left just appeared on my zoom <laughs> 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 um, trying to get out of it eh? couldn't could we oh, he wasn't going to commit was he I liked um we got we got that. I, I saw that the other day about MLS. So I'm I'm pleased he kind of at least went down that angle. I've I've heard that yeah that might be a might be an option. So interesting that he said that. Yeah, I mean if he's not going to sign for us, I'd rather he go to America. Like I said, I can't. Yeah, I want him to go somewhere else. Um, a couple of points I want to sort of chat about, chaps, is um, Derby. Oh, I've got it here. Just, <laughs> what the hell is going on with that football club? Oh, and it I makes you care. think, doesn't it's it? Funny. We, it makes you think, and, and, and it's it's frustrating. It kind of goes back to the point of we want to sign Johansson, we want to sign Austin, we want to sign you know Field, we want to sign all these players. But I guess the real the realization is we don't go up the next season, and we've got these thirty play, thirty year old players who we adore. Like we've got them on our books. It just you look at these clubs, look, Forest, Derby. There's so many in there that. Are, Sheffield Wednesday that if you don't get it you don't get promoted you're stuck with these big wages who are 30 odd years old and it's just a bit of a reality check I think I don't know what you guys think um, yeah I, know, I, I can understand what you're saying but I think it's the reward and the risk isn't it because if we don't go up I mean you'd imagine we'd be close next year hopefully if we were to sign like Austin and Johansson and then we'd have to, if we didn't go up, we'd just have to take it on the chin that we'd either lose Chair or Willock for probably quite big money, which would then balance the books again. I think you would, we have, we've got to have a go one year, haven't we? I don't know, like, I don't know what you guys think. Well, I think this it, is but, our best time. Yeah. I think this is our best time to go for it. Yeah. I mean, like Charlie said then, you know, it's like a puzzle in it. There's five, four of the loans. I mean, if we don't make any of them, we got we'll make a few happen. Of course, we will. But why can't we, as a club? I know the money and things like that. But why can't we make it happen? If if we really want to push for the prem, then it, they need to be talking to each other and saying, "Look, whatever it takes, let's make this happen. Let's go for it." And there's I mean, got to be a bit of balance. There's got to be a bit of balance, though, right? In it, we can't go crazy. Which I think, to be fair, they've learned from the last time around. So I think even if they do push it and put a bit of money in. I'd like to think this time around they're going to get players that at least would have a bit of resale value if if it doesn't happen and and if they do have to sell then there's some some assets there opposed to 32 34 year olds who won't get anything for them so bit of balance not cheap though these players you know Johnson's got another year left he's not going to you know he's on 50 50 40 50 Austin's on round that I worry. I mean, it was a blessing, blessing and a curse last night, wasn't it? That Fulham, love seeing Fulham get relegated, of course. But then, then the realization sets in that okay, they're back down. Will Johansson happen now? I think if they'd stayed up, it no. might have been 
yeah, it would have been a lot. I think the oh, other problem is well, only because of that. They've got a lot of midfielders on loan, Fulham as well. Like so, I can't. I don't think they'll let him go, especially with how well he's done for us since January. I, I'd be massively surprised if that's the one we get in. I, I do you know what's a real bugbear of mine? This is Scott Parker. I saw a headline yes earlier saying he's could he be the next Spurs manager? I mean, have I missed something? Or uh, Fulham have won five games this season. That's the same amount as Sheffield United. Um, <laughs> I, they finished sixth last season. I know they had a good end, but they scraped through there. I, I, I must be missing something. But yeah, I just don't know. Don't know what, I don't know if you've seen like, that or noticed it. I think people just like it. People must like him because he's he dresses a bit suave, like a like a city boy. Yeah, <laughs> Talk as well. Yeah, yeah. I can't really see what you mean, but yeah, I just that was a bit of a. Bugbear of mine, um, lads. What before we end? What are your predictions for the for the summer, for in relation to signings? Who do you think will you know sign? Who, who, what's your Eddie got any views? I'd like to see us sign Jordy oh. permanently. I'd like to see his loan made, his loan deal done. I don't think if he's at Hull, I think, he I think that's the most obvious wages. one. He, he's at Hull. He was going to be on massive wages, was he? So. I think we'll definitely get him in. I think a full pre-season might get rid of these niggly little injuries he's had. And I think back three of him, Dickie and Barbe next year oh, just gets me excited. You all right there, mate? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I think Jordy's the one. I love defenders. I think Jordy's the one that will, out of all of them, looks the most likely to happen, I think. Um, um, so yeah, and I'm happy with him. As long as he can stay fit, Jordy will come in. Um, what do you think about the field? I'd like to see. We've got the, we've got the option for field. Do you think we'll take that up? Do you think Don't he's know. done enough? Um, I think that that one could rumble on a little bit, and we could leave him in the back burner for a little bit, just to sort of see what we do and what we what we don't do. Um, I mean, I'd be happy to sign him. I, like I've said before, I still think he's a bit like a Don Ball. But they're the same type of player, probably a bit better. Um, Unless yeah, you're Brad. Sure about that one. Brad loves him, yeah. He thinks he's uh, <laughs> second bar. <laughs> uh, it's tough. I think summer predictions is tough because you don't you don't really know what's going to happen. Do I? I, I still think, I've still got a belief that it's either going to be Johansson or Austin. It's going to be one or the other. We're going to get one of them. Well, I'm, I'm hoping we're going to get one of them. If you can't get two, then one. You know what I mean? We've got to get one of them, surely. Well, with Austin, obviously, the, the thing is there, he's technically could be on a free. If he's on a free, we could offer him what we would pay for him as a transfer fee. You could say, look, we'll give you 750k, a million, as a signing on bonus. Do you know what I mean? Or subsidise it into his wages that way. There's, there's ways and means around it. We could do a derby and what they did with Rooney and give him a coaching role with additional wages that way as well. So, like, there's ways you can get around FFP to get him in. Uh, he's got an option. He's got an, op- an optional, hasn't he, with West Brom? They could, they could invoke mm. that, invoke that, and, and he's West Brom's player on. And I think he, he definitely won't come then. Yeah, true, true. I'm hoping Austin, and, and I think if we do get Austin, although I still think Johansson is is a near on impossible, I just think that bromance that we've seen, if Austin's there, it might just be. A little bit of a pull for him to uh, to maybe come back. You never know. Maybe wishful thinking there. I think. Yeah. 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 All right, chaps. Well, 
we'll cut it there. Um, just want to say thanks for everyone for listening and, and, and the lads here. We've got 12 episodes. I mean, this turned out to be a bit, started as a bit of a laugh. Um, but, um, you know, we've really developed something and, and we'll be looking to be back next year. Brilliant, lads. Nice one. You are. You are. Have a good summer, everyone. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.